Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It is uh, a beautiful morning. Perfect outside for whatever you want to do. So get on out there. Do it. Unless you're, you know, one of those scheduled people like me and don't want to do anything before. I don't know how you work out in the morning. That's silly. But if you feel like doing that, if you're one of those, this is a perfect morning. It was hard to get, you know. You want to do stuff outside, like we should do the show outside every once in a while. Just set up a little patio studio and do this thing because it's nice out right now. And uh, we should take advantage of that. Anyway, uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, I got a, an immediate issue. I, uh, this guy asked me last night. Uh, I don't know what time his meeting is, but we need to solve a problem for somebody immediately. So say, Holmberg, I need your help. I got into a fist fight with a guy at work who parked in my spot. He did it every day last week. Man, are parking spots tribal? They, they are. It is a weird. You're the same way, though. Oh, too, completely. Yeah. <laughs> I have my space, and mm-hmm. if anybody's in it, I'm like, "Who's the asshole?" I'm like the same immediately. Way. The new uh, morning show uh, across the hall there doesn't know the, the, and they started to pile their cars into our spots. Yeah, they whore themselves out yeah. everywhere in there. Yeah, yes. and, no. and they and they and now they, what do they do? They've they got their, their spots. Sh- yeah. yeah, everybody's they moved into a place. Yeah. But yeah, they just kind of drove in. But we get here before them, right? But you start looking at like, ooh, that person had to move, and nobody's happy about it. it says uh, we don't have designated parking, but I've been parking in this spot for eleven years. Uh, when he was walking away, I told him, "Hey, that's my spot." And he says, "I don't see your name on it," and I boiled immediately. Uh, told him to move his car. He wouldn't do it. He kept walking. I parked in a different spot. I got out of my car and I ran towards him. I said, "After lunch, you're moving your effing car," and he said, "Or what?" Then we called each other names, and the next thing you know, we're on the ground right outside of work fighting. <laughs> I have to meet with the bosses this morning to discuss what happened. Now, I've been there for 11 years. This dude's been here for three. I don't know him very well. How do I win this without getting fired? I'm pretty sure we're getting canned. No one was around. It's his story versus mine. What do I do to save my job? I think this is going to uh, for sure get us fired. F word, F word, F word. Some of the women started saying a week or two ago that they felt like the workplace had become toxic and unsafe. There was papers in a meeting. And now we've got this. A lady went home crying after this. It was ugly. F word, F word. I'm screwed, man. Help me less. Parking lot. Tensions. Tensions are high for some reason. People are, people are fragile. Michael Douglas, uh, you know, that falling falling down. It's so weird what can set off anybody. The trigger. Well, I mean, this guy got triggered because someone went in his spot, and all it took was walking up going, get out of my spot. The other guy gets triggered. It feels like he needs to start swinging, and then they're rolling around on the ground together at work. And, uh, and the fact that maybe things are tense at the office to begin with. Right. You're bringing Something's in all that on. other luggage. Right. And people are just boiling. Anxieties are high. I will always blame social media to make the, everybody. Anxieties at an all-time high. Only because of that, to me. I think that's like, it's for every age group, it is the most 
unbelievably unreal thing to put your life in and then try to live a normal life outside of it and see everybody else is doing great because nobody ever posts, you know, I had a bad vacation. It just doesn't happen unless it's funny. Uh, the only option I see for you right now uh, depends on the meeting. Let's say it's a meeting between you. Now, here's the thing you got to really worry about. If you walk into that meeting this morning, there's more than one boss in there because then you're fired because that's the witness. Whenever you walk into your boss's office and there's another person in there that has some sort of authority or at least as a notary, you're fired. That's you, you hate walking in your boss's office when that second person is in there, especially when your boss calls and says, hey, I just need to talk to you for a second. And you go in and there's already somebody in there. You're out. So that you can tell right away if you walk in and uh, anybody but the dude you wrestled with is in there. Second. Comes down to who threw the first punch. Not comes down to who says the right thing, Brady. Doesn't It doesn't come down to that because if it's he said, she said, there's no video and everything right. else. You can't prove it. It can be even. Yeah. It comes down to how you handle this particular moment. And there's only one way to do that, in my opinion, after having read this. You're struggling with your sexuality, and he called you the homo F word. That's it. <laughs> you cannot get fired. I like yeah. that. You, you, know, you say you that. Up the, uh, oh, it's parking over. space. Like, oh, there is no. Tell him. Just say, look, I did, I did ask him to move his car. You can be truthful about the parking space. And hopefully, when words were exchanged, that dude called you the homo F word, because that's a dude thing to do. And if he did, just say, look, I've been straight. And just, if you want to save your job, you have to play gay for a little while. You have to use this. It's the gay card. Break out only in case of emergency. You can't use the, the race card unless, of course, less. Yeah. If you're a black guy. You got that. Go with it. Go with it, man. Run with it. If you want to save your job. Now, if the rumor of homosexuality is bigger than keeping your job, you know, to me, that's stupid. I'll prove every woman in the office wrong if they think I'm gay. I'll show you. And plus, it's a good way to get in and say, oh, no, I couldn't possibly. I, I don't even know if I get an erection for you. I'm a homosexual. But I'll try. And the next thing you know, you're boning the hot girl in the closet. Don't do that either. You're going to have more meetings. Here's the bottom line. Play gay. Be first, in, be first off the, the line to say it. Because if this dude wants to save his job, he might. And he also might be gay. He's, he's in on it with you. So there's a chance that... Slim chance, but nothing. It just it happened. Confrontation. I didn't, I didn't call you. A, 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 I didn't call you a f- dude. What are you doing? It's like I thought I heard you call me a. F- and I have. I, I nobody knows this. I've been in the closet for years. I'm struggling with my homosexuality. It's like I, I, then he called me that. I thought you knew something. I got. I went crazy. I, I, I want to file a complaint with HR that this guy said the homo f word. <laughs> Second, you say the homo f word. The whole narrative of the fight changes. Nobody even cares that you guys were fighting. Now you got yourself a bigot working in the building. It's perfect. Homo F word for the win, I say. That's my option. If I want to save my job. 11 years is a long time to work somewhere with, uh, you know, going down like over a parking spot. Parking spots. I can understand getting pissed off, but I'm not going to fight anybody over one. Unless it's just just a massive, like, mall-sized parking lot and your spot has been gold for 11 years. You know, there is a thing about parking that matters because a lot of the times, most places, and we don't have it, but I'm surprised we don't, have a little thing that says reserve for management or reserve for, you know, I'm surprised Trip doesn't have a little stick in the ground that says reserve for Trip Reap. He needs three spots. He's got too many cars out there. Now, that dude, <laughs> is, he's going to get knocked out one of these days because if this parking lot ever filled up, four or five of his cars are sitting out there. It's like he, he stores his stuff here. But reserved for Trip Reed wouldn't surprise me. 
uh, I asked for that in the last contract, and he just laughed. And I'm like, I'm not kidding. There's one coming up soon. We're not doing that. We're not putting a stick there. Nobody's trying to park in your spot, which is true. We park in a different area of the lot. I don't know. I understand it, though, because Toledo and I will come in when oh. they first started that. And that those sons of bitches. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Oh, man. You two were fuming. Oh, like, yeah. These pricks the think hell? they can just roll in here from somewhere else and take our spots? And like, they didn't know. I mean, how Frank had no idea you guys were <laughs> designated parking. I think Coulier knew because he was Coulier in around the known. same time. But. Who knows? But, they, you know, I can't blame them. They didn't. They just pull in and go into work. And it's a wide open spot. You nip it in the bud immediately. You Brad. fight the guy. You fight yeah, the guy you go right down, there. The- downstairs. <laughs> you challenge Lay him. down the law. Yeah, fisty cuffs are necessary to protect that little, you know, 11 by 6 space that is lost your her spot. Ski yeah. mask lost her spot. Ski mask yeah. lost her spot. And it's there's been no words about it. Like that ski we mask know of. lost her spot. Yeah. Ski mask has to park somewhere else now, which is hilarious, but I remember um we're such creatures of habit in the old building. We would have a meeting, and oh. around the conference, everyone would take the same, same chairs. chairs. Nothing was assigned, but people would go there, and that's the someone was like, hey. Yeah. You'd, you'd move them. That's mine. That's where I sit. What do you mean? That's my spot. I always sit there. And the funny thing is, if there's a new person in the meeting, you'd let them know, no, 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 no. you got to find a different place. This is where I sit. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. And most people are like, oh, I get it. Parking spots. But yeah, play the gay card. I mean, that's the only, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would do it in a heartbeat. You are wrestling. With your sexuality, this dude said homo F word and some other choice things. And you just, you just, we couldn't take it. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody, a Holmberg's morning sickness. And if he attacked you and said homo F word, just said the guy called me a homo F word and then he started swinging. After he took me, all I wanted was my spot back. You're going to win this, Les. 11 years to three years. Hopefully you're good at your job. But uh, it's a parking spot. People lose it. The best thing, the best advice I could give you is don't worry about parking spots. But it's too late for that. It's too late for that. Now, if I worked at a place where I had to park either up front or 600 miles away, I wouldn't even do that at a restaurant. Like, if the parking isn't, you know, I like I like being, I don't. I won't sit and wait I'll drive around and wait for a good spot before I'll go park in the back and walk. I'm not doing that crap. I'm not, I just don't. It's like something will open up and we'll be fine. But, you know, Arizona is just so parking rich. It's ridiculous. If you, you have no idea until you've gone to another city what kind of situation we've got. It's just, just these gigantic parking lots for every everything's a strip mall. It's exactly. Everything. Park somewhere yeah, else, park, pal. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. The dude who took my spot can park somewhere else. We're parking rich here. It's huge. Yeah, I just don't like, uh, you know, I, I wait for the ones up front to, to open. We could be inside by now. I know, and we're not because I'm not going to hoof it all the way. I, I'm going to enjoy my meal, and then I'm not going to go out the door and say, we've got a quarter mile walk to the car. I want it to be right there. It's a status thing. And I don't know why, for a man, a good parking spot's a status thing. Absolutely. Look at the spot I got. I never hear women talking about so you're gay now, sir. Les, play the gay card. And I, that goes for everybody who's about to get canned. If you feel the pressure, I got a friend of mine who thinks he's on the blocks. He's going anxious, constantly anxious. Go homo. That's what I say. When, when in doubt, go homo. It's unquestioned now. And if anybody says, you're not gay, how dare you?
Trust me, I've been doing it around here for years, and it makes people uncomfortable even if they think I'm kidding. You're not gay. Oh, how, ma'am, this is the type of fight my people have been dealing with for years. It's not your decision to know if I am or not. Oh, shut up. And you can watch them get really uncomfortable with like because you can't win it. It's an unwinnable argument. You can't, you can't laugh at it. You can't get mad for somebody saying it, and you can't fight them. It is over. So, Les, you play the gay card before that dude you were fighting with does because that is a thing. Then you might have to put on a show a little bit for a while and go, you know, just occasionally around the office mention, did you guys watch uh, my lottery dream home the other night? And just kind of do some gay stuff. Maybe at the, maybe uh, accidentally uh, pop your headphones out at your desk and have some uh, Dua Lipa going pretty damn loud. And just, oh, gee, sorry, everybody. Listen to Dua. And then plug your headphones back in. Maybe he is a homosexual. <laughs> Rumors are true, but Les always seemed like such a man with his wife and children. <laughs> and again, if you're like, I'm not doing that, Holmberg, then you don't really care to save your job. All there is to well, this guy mentioned. Well, you better hope that the other guy doesn't listen too. If he beats you, exactly, in there, you're screwed. Start right away. Yeah. So let me be, let me just get this off my chest first. I'm sorry for the fight in the parking lot. That was uncalled for, not adult. I just have to say that I'm, I've been dealing with a lot personally. The man called me a race or a, a bigoted slur towards homosexuals. Nobody knows this, but I dabble in the PP and uh, stand just start the whole meeting off with. I love puffing on the Peters. I love the D's. Love Start off with a little thing. When you walk into the office, you know, you're getting the, the talk. Yeah. Make sure you have your, uh, you know, if you have drink coffee, your coffee mug with the logo channel. That's right. Logo. Something rainbowy. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I don't know how much time you got before you have to be to work. But maybe pop over and get yourself a rainbow <laughs> rainbow mug. Wear a Lady Gaga shirt when you walk oh. in there, too. I mean, nah, no, let's done. not go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, how much do you love your oh job? Oh, God, yeah, that is, I don't love any job that much to support the Gaga. Yuck. Yeah, you know, you can wear your normal Dilbert clothes to work, but that rainbow cup's a good idea. Or maybe just a subtle little rainbow flag on the bottom of your cup, and then if your boss is like, oh, and then he sees that, his eyes will go, oh, boy, I got myself a... No manager wants to deal with that. That's a hornet's nest. Roll around on some sisu tree leaves yeah. before you walk in the door. I mean, it'd be perfect. Yeah, that's right. Come in smelling like and it'll be perfect. Sorry, I've just, I've had quite a night. Your fingers are a little bit, get some of that tanner I used last week and just dip the tips of your fingers in it. Ah! Uh, you're going you're to get promoted by the end of this meeting. That guy's out. You're promoted. Just keep whipping your fingers around and people smell like, Jesus, I know, I haven't even had time to shower this morning. It's so messy about this whole thing. Smells like a sissu tree and his fingers are brown. (laughs) We can't fire him. Yeah, that's it. Good one, Brett. Coming in, (laughs) if you can rub around in a sissu tree, no one's going to question you because you're going to smell like Charlie's at midnight on Saturday. Uh, Good luck, Les. Thanks for the email. And I like that you turned to us for your major life problems but you know what i think you came to the right place because that other garbage you'd gotten from beth or any other chat gpt morning show would have been you know if you just couldn't lace your temper in a sister parking spot we get it we're men we get it it's a parking spot it means something you don't get much in the world of work sometimes you just want your flag planted in one little place you got yourself a cubicle in a parking spot and you kind of you kind of Columbus your parking spot, you yeah. know? Nobody ever gave it to you. You took it. It's yours. And you've been 
And this dude tried to swipe it back. He tried to he tried to Columbus you. Now you're playing Indian. So good I luck. Say, but all but three in that covered parking are just people take the same spot every day. Yeah, and it's weird the comfort. Like Brett's car is always pointed. I can see it right now, pointed directly at me in the second spot from the right. And I don't know why you chose that one. Uh, and you used to work overnights. You had every every spot available to you. And I still took that spot I know, overnight. That's been yep. yours since I've known you. Well, that was the the main idea with that one was I could see the car from here. Ah. So in the middle of the night, and then it just bled over till yeah, today. So like yeah. you just want that spot. Mm-hmm. That is Brett's that's my spot. spot. It yeah. is so strange. And when you leave. It becomes someone else's right. after lunch. Yeah, someone else owns. It's like a timeshare. Someone else parks there after lunch, and it's every day that spot's got somebody in it. It's weird. Or they take off for the weekend. Oh, it's so weird. And they Uber leave from their here, car. Oh, Brett'll just piss himself. Oh, and then Brett's got to go in and tell. That's it. I'm a homo. <laughs> and I'm gonna beat the hell out of Moynihan today. Bring on the D. Yeah, yep. and then I got to blow a guy to prove it because I'm not losing my job. Yeah. I mean, the obvious answer, I had to tell Brady and Eric this once. All right, we're grown-ups. No fighting at work. Of course, that's easy, but sometimes it does happen. And it is a very fireable offense. Like, that is a, especially in this day and age, you're not going to get away with swinging and punching at each other at work like the olden days when men used to be, all right, break it up, you two, and I get back to work. That wasn't even a meeting. Now it's like we have to have a sit-down with Susie in HR and make sure that everybody's Or okay. they'd go outside and circle up. <clears throat> okay, go out at the other co-workers oh, watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Philo Beto's out there. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the best part is we had another situation where this is the same thing. I didn't even think about that. Remember Tom in that meeting downstairs? Lost it because someone went in a seat. And he said, hey, get out of my seat. Oh, yeah. And like, and not a, there's plenty of seats. And he grabbed the chair and he moved it and then he lost it. And it wasn't even the people in the argument about the chair. It was the other people in the meeting that filed complaints. Like, this is, this is out of control. It's the toxic work environment. Like, everybody's looking for a day off. That's all this is. You file for toxic work. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you throw paperwork in that says it's a toxic work environment and you weren't even the target of the toxicity, uh, you're doing the same thing as playing the gay card. You're just you're manipulating the system. Toxic work environment. <laughs> there are toxic work environments, but one argument is not a toxic work environment. Hostile. It's hostile down there. It's hostile. No, it's not. This is, this is hostility to you. You have not seen hostility. You did not grow up with Dan Holmberg in the 80s. You, did not, yeah. you don't know what hostility is. That dude was crazy tense, so I can handle a little hostility. But yeah, there you go. Maybe we're addressed to work. Start talking about gender fluidity and... Identity crisis. Go all in. Go all in. Use that third bathroom if you can. If you can find that. I was at a place on with Doug Hopkins this weekend, and they had three bathrooms. Doug was all in on that. He goes, finally, I'm home. And then he went right into that weird bathroom. He loved it. He didn't come out for like an hour. We had to go get him. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Uh, anyway, good luck to you, Les. Let us know how that works out, because if you get fired and you didn't use my method, you have only yourself to blame. Because this is foolproof, my friend. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Mornings on 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, speaking of fools, uh, LeBron James is no longer in the uh, hunt for the championship. And man, oh man, did that make me happy. The Lakers are out. Uh, my Laker buddy Cube 
texted me last night. He goes, man, we got swept. And I'm like, you sure did. I didn't want to rub it in. There was nothing I could say. I don't like to rub it in when people lose their sporting events. I don't ever text out. Ah, I'm not one of those guys. But he fired off me. You sure did. That was Denver's just a hell of a team. But Yahoo rubbed it in. The article headline, L, 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 Lakers out. <laughs> oh, oh, four L's. Sweep. And then the meme started of Michael Jordan versus LeBron as to who's the greatest of all time. And it's, it's never been an argument unless you ask LeBron. LeBron's the only one that calls himself the greatest of all time. LeBron's the only one that wanders around going, I'm the best player to ever play the game. There's no question. I'm, and he does that little king thing. Puts the puts crown on. crown on. He's the least likable superstar across the board in the history of superstars. Even Tom Brady started having a little bit of a likability to him. He's like, he seems all right. LeBron James, if you hate LeBron James, you are out on LeBron. And fans of LeBron's are kind of like wishy-washy about it. Yeah. Michael wants to admit it. Yeah. This meme goes up. Michael had six rings, six finals MVPs, uh, conference finals, five league MVPs. LeBron, four, four, and four. It says finals meltdown. Uh, Zero for Michael, two for uh, LeBron. Two finals game winners. For uh, Michael, zero for LeBron. Three peats, two for Michael, zero for LeBron. Swept in finals, zero for Michael, two for LeBron. Losses in finals, six. And that includes conference finals for LeBron, zero for Michael. Never lost one. Uh, playoff games with 40 points, 38 28, Michael. Uh, 50 points, 8 1, Michael. 60 points, 1 0, Michael. And then what does LeBron say after? I'm still better than 95% of the league. Oh, thanks. That, did anyone ask what your ranking yourself was? To, you're out of the playoffs. They were talking about retirement. I'm still better than 90, 95% of the league. Maybe that's true, but that's not for you to say, and this is why people hate you. This is why I can't stand LeBron James. I saw the meme yesterday. Bye-bye, LeBron. The GOAT lived in Chicago. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and it's because he says he's the yeah. best. If they didn't say that, people would probably give him more credibility, but he, he wanders around telling everybody he's the best that ever played. I'm the, I'm the all-time leading scorer. Yeah, because Kareem never took a three. He hit one in his entire career. You played for 20 years, you've got a bunch of three-pointers, and you just passed him last year. Dude did it all on the skyhook. There are arguments on your greatness. You are definitely great. Now, shut up. Stop telling everybody how great you are. It's like when J-Lo does those pictures of her own ass and says, no, my booty's looking good. They're like, we're the ones that are supposed to tell you you look nice, not yourself. And then you don't publicly go out and say, look at my ass. We're supposed to notice. You can pose with your ass out, then we make the comments, not you. I'm 50. Don't I look great? Oh, my God. This is sad. Something's wrong with her. Anyway, bye, LeBron. And uh, Denver. Looks like Denver and Miami are going to play in probably the most interesting NBA finals in years that no one will watch. Absolutely no one. The nation will not care at all about Nikola... Yo, Jokic and uh, awesome Jimmy Butler. Just not going to happen. Just no one will watch this. Diehard basketball fans only. So, good job, NBA. You had the Lakers. <laughs> you had Boston. You had the Lakers. Uh, you could have fixed it. How many stars were doing the walk of shame last in the Lakers? Because they kept showing how many were there. Tons. It was amazing how many. And what is that little Asian primate woman? Have you seen her? She, no. sits, she sits in the front row of the games. I've been watching this lady. Her name is uh, Yori Saniyoshi, 
and she sits in the front row of Laker games. And, and when oh wow, she I'm not gonna. This is she looks a little like you should like zoo creaturey, like alien. Like if you were to cast aliens and stuff, looks like Mr. Chow from uh, yeah, Hangover. Mr. Ch- like look, it does look like it Mr. Chow. <laughs> He's right. There's another picture. It's Mr. Chow. But and then it took me a while to to say she, but evidently that's what she's doing. Yeah, the Kardashians are up front. You got. Uh, Nicholson. Find their next victim. Jack's back. You had Jason Bateman in the front row. Flea, Floyd Mayweather. They were all there. <laughs> yeah, the Kardashians are there, though. Scouting. Yep, next. That's right. I was golfing with Brady, and him and his friends were saying that the whole time golfing the other day. Uh, every time you'd miss a putt, they're like, yeah, Kardashian hole. <coughs> and I'm sat, and I'm like, i got to figure this one out on my own here. And then I'm like, oh... No white balls go in there. I get it. I get it, man. That's an easy one. Good job, boys. It was a little too celebrated on the golf course. It was every miss, and there were probably five misses per hole. Kardashian hole. I'm like, all right, we get it. That's a good one, but stop it. The, At least uh, that's what she said was among that. What? That's very popular in golf. You know. Oh, oh uh, I'm short. Oh, that's what oh, she that's said. Oh, that's what she said, yeah. No, it's very much. That's a Michael Scott game of, yeah. uh, of bad uh, terrible jokes from people who aren't funny that's the worst part about golf is the jokes that people make then you get the clever ones every once in a while it's just a slick as a on a hooker's gold tooth i'm like wow that's creative <laughs> good stuff anyway the snippet that toledo sent you last night of uh, barkley oh that was a couple nights ago that, i watched that happen live when he when oh, uh, i didn't yeah that was the first i saw vincent it. was uh, talking awesome. about miami man boston's a tough team and they ain't gonna quit and he goes did you watch tonight's game? Were you out there for tonight's game? <laughs> so he basically just called Boston out. And, you know, the the dude for the Heat is trying to be PC PC and play it normal. Like, you know, I'm, I'm saying all the things I'm supposed to say about the opposition. I'm sorry. Didn't you watch last night? Didn't you watch this game? He was like, Boston quit. They're heartless. They're going to go down. So two sweeps. Never happened before. Never, ever has it happened before that both conference finals teams were swept. And there'll be like a nine, or an eight or nine-day break. The finals start June 1st. That's next Thursday. So if they win tonight. They should step it up. That's what I thought. Happen. We'll just move it. But they can't. Got contracts with ABC and all that. Anyway, but uh, just no LeBron in the finals. No Lakers. In the, don't look at Anthony Davis's Graves disease and whatever the hell he thinks that eyebrow is. It looks like that... Uh, Horrible character that almost ruined Selma Hayek's sexiness. That uh, weird Frida, Frida, or, whatever her name is, just awful. That giant eyebrow, and I don't want to look at him anymore. I'm glad he's out. That might be the hardest face on TV to look at. Anthony Davis. I'm just like, man, go to a doctor. Get those, get those things pushed back in. They're too far out. Your eyes are, they're coming out. But yeah, so there you go. Well, if you're going to work this morning, be careful. Because you might get into a fight over parking spots. Just everybody's tense. Heat's coming. Uh, we can help you out in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to give you a chance to win a brand new man cave. So you can have, you can your home can be a place where you relax and have fun. We'll do the man cave upgrade at 8 o'clock this morning. Our friends at Modelo and Prestige Billiards handing it all out. I met uh, the girl from Von Hansen's Meat and Spirits yesterday. Uh, she was wandering around with uh, Wintermeyer and uh, chatted with her and i'm like i gotta get over to this place because she started to rattle off a bunch of stuff she's like i just that i'm like oh i'm coming over uh you get a 50 dollars gift card from them if you qualify two tickets to go see zombie and then you're in the finals for the eight foot pool table the ping pong table air hockey table cocktail arcade game system which has 516 games in it so that's the technically 517 18 19 20 
that's 520 items you've won and a Phantom Prestige 500 barbecue, which Meathead sent me a picture of yesterday. That thing's pretty cool. It's got some Bluetooth technology and all the dials light up. It's really neat. So it was a very cool deal. And then, of course, Modelo's giving you the mini fridge, $150 gift card, so you can put stuff in that fridge and a uh, table and stools for your friends to sit and drink all the stuff that comes out of that fridge. It's a great deal you get in a man cave, and it's courtesy of Modelo. Prestige Billiards and your friends here at Homebridge Morning Sickness. Simple as that. Don't fight at work. That's this morning's first message. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.